0: What's the best idea you've ever had? Or maybe what's one of your most favorite, really good ideas? Sometimes they're small. Like when you decide to go this way instead of that way and avoid a major traffic jam. Or when you order the special and it's exactly as delicious as the waiter described. Those are good ideas. Sometimes they're big good ideas that lead to something awesome. The idea to start this podcast about two and a half years ago, for example some good ideas take a little convincing. I'll never forget the first time someone told me she was renting someone's house for her vacation through an app, Airbnb. Or when a friend invited me to get into a rando's car, she called her Uber ride. Huh, yeah, I had to be convinced that those were good ideas. Others you just know are good right away. Ideas like the one Matthew Fuller came up with, and according to comments on the internet, a lot of others have too.
1: There have been comments on Facebook, oh, I think they hacked your laptop. Somebody would be like, hey, so-and-so, they stole your idea, you know, like stuff like that. I'm like, well.
0: But Matthew is actually doing it. He's opening St. Louis's first toasted ravioli restaurant. And I think we can all agree that's a great idea. Today on Abbey Eats St. Louis, chatting with Matthew Fuller and Brittany Abernathy, the team behind STL Toasted.
1: I just kind of stepped out in faith, and and it's really just been one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever had.
0: How a death-defying experience breathed life into the idea, how they're keeping it classic and mixing it up, and how they're managing the expectations of this T-Rav-loving town.
1: It's crazy. It's surreal. It really is.
0: Plus, food news and your weekend planner. Toasted ravioli is one of those St. Louis foods you'll casually mention to an out-of-towner and they'll be all like, wait, what? Toasted? If all you've ever had is the boiled pasta noodle kind of ravioli and your idea of toasted actually involves, like, a toaster, yeah, the image that conjures might be a bit confusing. Toasted ravioli, though, is a quintessential local food that could only have been invented in the kitchen of an Italian restaurant on the hill by accident. By a cook who was either drunk or confused, depending on whose story you listen to, tossing some traditional meat-filled ravioli into an oil fryer. It was hardly intentional. Fast forward 80 or so years, though, and it turns out it wasn't exactly intentional for Matthew and Brittany, either. It was quite a journey to get here. That started both a while ago and recently because of the pandemic.
1: So I I came up with this concept back in, like, 2014. I thought it'd be, like, it was, I thought it'd be really cool to have like a food truck that did toasted ravioli type thing, but I never pursued it.
2: I um, work full-time as an occupational therapist. I do home health, so that's what I've been busy doing and have been doing since I graduated uh, from college. Um, we have always had a desire to start something, like our own business, something like a family business, something like that. Honestly, we didn't know what it would be, could be, um, we just knew that eventually down the line, we wanted to do something together.
1: I, I'm a contract musician professionally, I guess you could say, so I play for a few different people. Um, that's how I make my a lot of my money with the pandemic that went down. So I was doing real estate before that to kind of supplement because obviously music, you never know where you're going to get your paycheck. So I was doing real estate um, and then uh, in April, no, it was May, It's very beginning of May in 2020, I got in this car accident where I literally lost consciousness at the wheel and passed out. I was probably out for three or four minutes. Um, had it happened 10 minutes before that, I was on the highway doing 70 miles an hour. So it could have been like, it was the way having God's protecting angels, whatever you believe in, like that's something happened that I didn't, you know, die. It was very fortunate. But yeah, so the doctors um, kind of suggested that I don't drive for a while again is that this is at the very beginning of the pandemic yeah um, and also
0: at a time we're all freaking out alone, exactly not sure so we can get into hospitals i'm sure your work was crazy. oh it was crazy yeah too. yeah
1: yeah yeah so i couldn't drive i wasn't working and all my music stuff had dried up because of the again the pandemic. i mean we literally had a uh, one artist i was working with had the entire year booked and it all just like fell Everything apart right? so yeah.
0: it would be really easy are. for a person to fall apart in the face of all of that too when many people were stuck inside, Matthew was really stuck inside. Couldn't even go for a hike or go to work or even drive. That meant a lot of time in the kitchen cooking.
1: Um, I started making sourdough like kind of everybody was. Um, but then this toasted ravioli idea popped back in my head. And I was thinking about it and I made some for for some friends. And I was like, I think I think we could do something with this. And I literally, it was what? april april of this year of 2021 was where this like was like reborn i guess you could say right
2: so it has taken it's off. just taken
1: off like we we i had a friend who was working for the lawrence group he's like well i can at least hook you up with somebody at the foundry and I, I just sent an email and they brought me right in and it was just like we love this concept let's let's you know kind of go and so right. then we kind of had a freak out moment it was like We've got to come up with you know, the capital yeah, and like all this stuff to like make this thing happen. And because I mean, it's
0: either now or never. Right, That's kind yeah, of how we yeah, think yeah. you know, like, about it. If we it. don't
1: get in here now, I don't, you don't know if there's going to be an open spot.
0: Here's the thing. I come across ideas all the time. Because I don't know if I'll ever have it in me to be my own boss or have my own business. But I do have that, why the hell didn't I think about that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Going through my head all the time. I feel like all of St. Louis has that about what, with what you guys are doing. Yeah. Because this is, you're creating an attraction. I hope you, I, I don't mean to like put extra pressure on here. We know. <laughs> this is going to be something that when people travel to St. Louis and they know what something they have to do is try toasted raviolis, of course, they're going to go to St. Louis's only toasted ravioli themed place. Yeah. And right. so that's you, our goal. The stakes are high. So how are you going to make meet them?
1: Well, so, yeah, I mean, we've really pushed ourselves to think outside the box of what Toasted Ravioli is. Um, And one of the great things, I'll just plug for the Foundry, is awesome, is that, like we talked about earlier, with the collaboration of just everybody, like, we can collaborate with almost any place in here, come up with a filling that we can put inside of a rav and make it even more of a draw, you know what I mean? But but besides that, we've really wanted it to be unique in the sense where we're doing dessert wraps we're doing uh... more than just the beef and cheese like you know so there are and there are some creative rams that are out there like i know i've of know several places that do have um, something outside the box but our goal is to like be way i mean just to make sure it's like the outside the box thing to do
0: what's the craziest idea you guys have come up with that you feel comfortable sharing so
1: well i think one of the crazier ones we did uh, blackberry was the well, the gooey butter cake one is obviously. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that's crazy. It, I mean, it tastes like a stuffed donut. It's great. I, someone it was funny. Somebody commented on Facebook and was like, "That's not a toasted ravioli. It's a it's a pastry." I was like, "Well, no, actually, it's a, it's a pasta dough. You know, we make a, a lemon honey pasta dough, and then uh, then we coat that in some cinnamon breadcrumbs and." It's, it's really good. I um, guess those
0: were some crazier yeah, ones. Yeah, we
1: did like a crab rangoon one. So do
0: you plan on having a menu that kind of is constantly changing? Do you always, are am I going to be able to get my classic toasted raviolis when I'm craving yes, them when absolutely. I want them? Tell me about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so we'll have some, um, the plan is to have our staples. And then we will have some rotating specials that always kind of change. But like you know, you're probably always going to find the gooey butter cake one on there. You're always going to find the beef we might and the change cheese. the
2: fruit or yeah, the you might, yeah. know the pairing with the gooey butter. But yeah. the gooey butter will probably always be on there. And yeah. like you said, the beef is always going to be on the menu. And Jeez. our goal is
1: to really, like I said, collaborate with people and see what we can what we can do.
0: Yeah. You mentioned the idea that somebody pushed back and said, "Wait, wait, 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 that's nah, not a toaster ravioli." <laughs> How do you respond to that?
1: (laughs) Matthew responded. I did respond to him. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I respond with the facts. I mean, we actually, like, it is a pasta dough. They were trying to say, their thing was like, that it was like more, it was a pastry. And it wasn't, um, like, it wasn't made like a toasted rave. But it actually is, like, breadcrumbs, pasta dough, filling, that's a toasted rav.
0: See, I was going to say, because the thing is, people just don't know,
2: people can't, think about a toasted ravioli being anything different other than beef and cheese or you know like maybe the occasional i've seen buffalo chicken but
0: even those i hear pushback though yeah Yeah. because people can be kind of protected st louis gets rural protective over like its definitions of things yeah
1: yeah but i also
0: feel like this is a chance for st louis to say like look at all the things a toasted ravioli can be
1: yeah oh yeah yeah well i mean one of my goals at least is to really take this even beyond st louis i see this in other markets i see kansas city i mean do some Kansas City barbecue toasted raves.
0: A lot of sauce options for you there. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean
1: that that'd be I mean we have we have plans to take this hopefully to other places.
0: The Lawrence Group, developers behind the City Foundry, were all in. A restaurant consultant who's worked on other places here, also all in. Their family future volunteers to help run the place. They're all in too. Sure, they're dealing with some of those supply chain issues they'd only heard about in the past now firsthand but they say things are going pretty smoothly as they prepare to open this spring and matthew is feeling good Brittany too which after the past couple of years is a pretty great thing
1: oh man it's 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 a lot i mean i yeah i never realized how much it would actually be <laughs> but it is a lot
3: but you're smiling so i am smiling good.
1: yeah yeah no i'm i'm excited we we couldn't be any happier and like you said like with the like i'm I've been so surprised that no one's ever thought of this. And I was like, I've just been so grateful that it was saved for me.
0: Departing words of wisdom for how to start a business during a pandemic, after a medical emergency, amidst a career change, with your spouse.
1: Yeah, no, (laughs) I know I do. Don't
2: think about it too much.
0: (laughs) We are here in the booth now. Producer Dory sitting across the table from me. Hello. Toasted ravioli restaurant. Why the heck is that not our exit strategy out of TV news in general? We could have had this restaurant. Dang it. Well, I'm glad somebody else is doing it. And we can be test tasters, taste testers. Both. Both and all of the above. (laughs) And hey, you know what? Everybody can be a taste tester and a test taster this Saturday. (laughs) Um, The STL Toasted Crew is doing a collaboration with graffiti grub at the tower grove farmer's market Mm. this saturday morning so you can hit them up and see what they're coming up with um i just had it pulled up their instagram is a great place to follow along to see when they are going to be doing more of these pop-ups they also are post a lot of stories about like their r&d process research and development figuring out the cool new flavors um this weekend, they're going to be, along with the Graffiti Grub Sausage and Grits, Pimento and Cheese. Oh, wait, no. It's going to be Sausage Grits and Pimento and Cheese Toasted Raviolis. Ooh. Sounds really good. Oh, I Breakfast love it. tea revs. The world's possibilities are just endless here. Uh, We're going to see a lot of crazy collabos before. I like it. Before this place even opens. So it's exciting to see all of that happen. Yes. All right. We've got some food news. And let's just rip the Band-Aid off, actually, and just get through a couple of these. um, Well, we have a sad food news story, a bittersweet food news story, and an exciting food news story. So don't worry. This is a journey. And we're going to hold your hand and take you through it.
3: Yes, I got you here. But. Starting off with that bad news, West End Grill and Pub, affectionately known as WEGAP, closed its stores after service Super Bowl Sunday. Now, if you remember, this is not the first time they've closed. They actually shut down previously in 2019. We did an episode with them back in January 2020 about a group of neighbors in the Central West End who essentially got together and invested in the business so that they could reopen. It was a really awesome episode that we mm-hmm. did. How to save your favorite restaurant. Yes, but... A lot has happened since then, pandemic obviously, and they're continuing to have issues with inflation. So, rising costs on bar basics like chicken wings, beef essentially priced them out of business. So, they closed down, but for now they are renting out the space for private parties until
0: somebody can take over. It was definitely a place where every time I've gone in the past, since they've reopened or since, you know, well, since they've reopened doors for post covid shutdowns. Yeah. um, You notice a lot of repeat customers there. So I Mm. think that those neighbors continued to be loyal. Um, It's just that's not always going to be enough. Sometimes they had some great creative chefs, but that costs, you know, that that costs money, as you mentioned. Um, And I will tell you, that was where we had our engagement party. And so it was a great place to have a private party Mm -hmm. and so that could be a really good space for that so if you're looking for something um especially as we move toward medium-sized gatherings in the months to come this is not an official ad or endorsement but i will say (laughs) uh just know that there's a new venue in town with a pretty big bar you can pop into and there you go it's been larico family approved so (laughs) (laughs) speaking of bar though um and one of our favorite spots in town is kind of shifting maybe um Oh my gosh, hockey analogy, hockey analogy, hockey, changing positions. Changing position? lines? There you go. <laughs> there we go. Um,
3: well, this isn't the greatest story though, but Center Ice has closed their tap room in Midtown. So this happened just last Saturday. They shared that their lease was expiring and they decided not to renew it, but they've promised that this is not the end for Center Ice. They're continuing to can and sell their brews in local stores, and they teased on their social media that, you should keep an eye out for any new releases and some future announcements.
0: They make some some of my favorites like seasonally. I really like a lot of what Center Ice comes up with. And, you know, this just goes to show you how you have to really um, be flexible in this industry. Because we did an episode with them as mm-hmm. well as Steve over at Center Ice. Let's Go Brews was the name of the episode. We were just Mm -hmm. patting ourselves on the back (laughs) as we remembered that one because we did that in honor of the All-Star Game coming to town in January of 2020 and all the success that they had during, of course, that incredible Blues run in 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, He shared with us, though, that canning was actually never part of the plan. They Mm -hmm. just wanted to be a tap-and-tasting room. Like, that was it. That was going to be space-centric, but then they pivoted and – Good thing they did when they did. Because yeah. then now, obviously, everything is a little bit different. And so who's to say what might happen in the future? They had all the cool hockey memorabilia. It was um, a really cool space. We really were actually cool just space. there
3: a week ago, too, before this was announced. So, yeah. yeah, it's a really cool space that we're saying goodbye to now.
0: Yes. But, again, it's great to see that they're still going to exist. You can still pick up their beers, and they're still going to be developing and things like that. Exactly. So just changing lines. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Okay, exactly. so now – Sports, food, I we keep that theme, let's keep that theme going, but can we lift spirits a little bit? Um, How about a, a lot? Yes. Yes.
3: We have a big congratulations today to yes. Olympic champion, amazing, badass woman, yes. and my honorary St. Louis, yes. <laughs> Simone Biles. She got engaged Yay. on Valentine's Day. Of course, there's still a St. Louis food connection here. Her boyfriend is from St. Louis. He's NFL player Jonathan Owens. He popped the question. She said it was the easiest yes in her life. Very sweet. The pictures are great. So we don't know when or where this wedding is going to be, but we sure know who could cater it. Yes. Emo's.
0: Yes. Of
3: course. Uh, so emos quickly shared their congratulations online and offered to send the happy couple some <laughs> pizzas for their reception.
0: I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think that's a solid, solid offering, especially there's nothing better at a St. Louis wedding than at, like, 1030-ish parties yes. starting to wind down. You're like, how oh, am I hungry? I ate, like, not that long ago, and all I've been doing is dancing. Oh, that's why that's I'm hungry. Why. All I've been doing is dancing. Wait, is that emos? Are they bringing emos in for the late night snack? mm my friends did
3: Gus's yes. pretzels in that yeah. same way. It was perfect.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So honestly, that would be fantastic. And of course, just as a reminder, when Simone was here for the Olympic trials in mm-hmm. St. Louis last year, uh, but she shared her love for emos, and so of course that just became that was that match made in heaven. Yes. Now I believe her and Jonathan Owens are the cutest couple. I weirdly went down this weird rabbit hole the other day where I was like looking at their relationship pictures on Instagram. Okay. I don't have a lot going on in life right now and so when I need (laughs) to not pay attention to any of it I just... Distraction. Yep. I just look at random Instagrams and I was just like they're so cute together so when I saw that I'm like ah! Yay! I'm excited. Hopefully this means we'll see her more in St. Louis. Hopefully. Hopefully. And you know maybe she'll listen to our podcast and think about some places to eat when she pops in for the weekend. Yes. Like maybe Maybe, Dora, what the best thing is you had to eat this week. So, mine
3: actually was homemade this week. So, she's going to stop by your house. (laughs) Come on over, (laughs) Simone. I got room. Um, We wanted to celebrate the Super Bowl and root for the Bengals. Mm -hmm. So... Perfect Super Bowl. You ate Tiger? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no! <laughs> we, um, perfect Super Bowl food is chili. Yeah. So we decided to whip up Cincinnati style chili. <gasps> yeah. Never had it You're before. You're so clever. It wasn't my idea. I can't take credit for it, but <laughs> in the family, the family idea. Um, so we decided to make some. We just found a random recipe yeah. online. It's very different from normal chili. Have you
0: had it before? Like Skyline chili? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: for anybody who hasn't had it, it's, um, There's no beans. You boil the meat Mm -hmm. first, and then you skim off the fat. I didn't know that that's how it was done, but yeah. Yeah, So when you boil the meat, it gets it really fine and really meaty, and then it ends up being a really kind of saucy, meaty chili. Yeah. Not as, like, thick. It's just really saucy. And then you pour that over spaghetti Mm -hmm. and, obviously, do cheese or whatever toppings you want. And it has a really cinnamon taste to it. Yeah, you put cinnamon in it. It's, like, A good amount of cinnamon to it, yeah. It had a little sweetness, but not – overwhelmingly so yeah but it was really good and we've been eating on our leftovers and really enjoyed it and i i could see us making it again there you go now yeah.
0: mm, that sounds really good yeah. it like reminds me of when i would get chili mac at steak and shake exactly But like yeah two way yes. yeah chili two way three way whatever mm, yeah that sounds good you yeah. chop any onions on top or just a little cheese I just cheese cheese and crackers I like yes. that. Oh, good. Chili's always good, even if, when it's getting warmer out like this. Yes. Um, see, for me, I wanted to venture out to a new place that we've talked about on the podcast before, um, Saucy Porca. It oh, just opens yes. in the old Calde's location um, on Laclede, right mm-hmm. across from Slew's campus. So it's interesting because it's like that will – Right now, that's still call these to me, so mm-hmm. it's kind of strange. It's like seeing, you know, a person wearing a weird outfit that you're not used to seeing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, interesting. But the people who work there are all fantastic. Everybody was like very interested in making sure we were enjoying what we were eating. It was a very, uh, it's more of a fast casual type of place, okay. but they do have people come in your table and bring you your food and stuff like that. And as a reminder, it's called Saucy Porca. It's um, the owner's first venture in St. Louis after doing a couple in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And it is Latin-Asian fusion. So we – Sounds amazing. And we see things like that. You know, we have Soul Taco, for example, or like some of the collabos they do with Nudo House. Like we're used to kind of seeing that. This is different. It was quite different. Um, The bakos are what I would recommend getting a couple of those. So it's a bao taco. Mm -hmm. So you've got the soft, like nice, chewy, Swedish bao bread with, I got two different tofu kinds. but they're kind of hearty, so I'd say two or get two or three of those. Okay, I really wanted to try like a duck or a pork one, but I just was in the mood for tofu that day. Um, but that was really good. We started with the tostones um, appetizer; they're fried plantains with okay. some um, like pineapple salsa on top, and this really good like um, slightly spiced aioli drizzle. That was really okay. really good, and for like five bucks, you get a pretty decent amount. So priced really reasonably. Um, and it was good. And then after that, like lunch, I was like, "Well, how about we we decided to go all in? Got some Nutella donuts. Oh, that they had they're fresh, you're made. speaking they're my language, so good. Speaking of cinnamon, that cinnamon sugar on top, mm-hmm. and then you bite into it, and it's like warm, gooey Nutella, and then." Vietnamese coffee on the menu too. I got those. Uh, I got iced Vietnamese coffee, and it was great because it wasn't too sweet. Sometimes mm-hmm. around here they make the Vietnamese coffee very sweet. Um, that was perfect. So the Nutella donuts and that. I was just like, what a happy meal! It was like <gasps> a. Ha- it was happy every. I wish I could have ordered like one more of everything because everything just sounded so good. And I will probably go back, but I would recommend it, especially I, weekday lunch. Just perfect. go in, ask for recommendations, and try a little bit of everything
3: good to know. We've been wanting to try some more, especially for dinner when we have a late start to dinner. Something that's a little bit more fast casual like that. Yes. It's good.
0: Yes, exactly. And And it was quick too. We
3: tried to do um, Soul Taco. We ended up doing Soul Taco the other day. And even thinking that was fast quick, they told us it was going to be 45 minutes to an hour wait. So sometimes the fast casual places aren't quite as fast, but they're always worth it, and they're always really good.
0: Right, exactly. I had a soul taco last week, too. Huh. Um, I will say everything I had at Saucy pork was a little bit, I don't know if lighter is the right word for it, but it was a little less fast food-ish okay. than some of the soul taco stuff can okay. be, which I, don't get me wrong, love sultaco. They're just different. I would definitely encourage you. Since you like one, I would—I think you'll like Definitely the other go one. to the other. Exactly. All right, we're talking about the weekend Of February 18th, 19th, 20th? Is that what the dates are? I don't even know. Yeah, holy moly. What the heck? It's almost March. Um, don't even say that, don't <laughs> really. Um, we've got a whole weekend planner to get you out of the house and keep you from being productive, starting with the Winter Games at the City Foundry. Of course, don't forget the Olympics are ongoing. Watch it for the skating, watch it for the speed, watch it for the drama mm-hmm. with the Russian Olympic oh, not Russian Olympians. every day. But yeah, just there's always something you got to keep up with that. Um, but then also the sport, and if you want to get in on that, you can channel your channel your inner Olympian and Help a good cause at the City Foundry's Winter Games competition where teams of four to six people can compete in lighthearted games. We're not talking like no, no. We're no. talking things like snowball fights, Nerf gun biathlons, fantastic thing to go do with your friends. It's supposed to be a little bit sunnier and warmer this weekend, I think, so I think that that should be a good way to get out of the house, shake off some of that cabin fever. Uh, the opening ceremony is Friday night. Games get underway Saturday. You do need to register if you want to be on a team, um, but if you have some less athletically inclined friends, <laughs> uh, they can be cheerleaders as well. You can... Where's the donation part, though? Where or is this benefiting a good cause? You're encouraged to bring canned food items to donate to Operation Food Search to help with those ongoing needs from so many people in the community.
3: Great event. Love that. Love that. Very fun event. Now, how about we get into Mardi Gras Yes, it, it is almost here. It's almost here. And it is cooking up more this weekend. So the Taste of Soulard is this Saturday and Sunday Now, this is a self-guided tasting and pub crawl. It costs $35 to get a pass, but that gets you six food vouchers and one drink ticket that you can redeem at any of the participating establishments. So you can kind of do your own, choose your own Soulard adventure, if you will. There are more than two dozen places participating, and each one has a certain food and drink that you can get with your ticket that you have. Now, a bonus for Saturday, if you're thinking about going sometime this weekend, is that on Saturday, there will be a trolley available to shuttle you all around the neighborhood. So
0: you can drink Soulard to your heart's content as well. I love that. That's always a fun event. And so is Sunday's Purina Pet Parade and Wiener Dog Derby. I love this. This is my earliest memory of Mardi Gras as a kid, like going and bringing our dog Max. We put him in overalls and he had no interest in running. I wouldn't want to run if I'm a dog in overalls either. Um, <laughs> but he looked darn cute. Run. I'm a human in overalls, actually, today, <laughs> and I don't want to run. So I, But he looked so cute. Um, maybe we'll get Mia involved in it mm. this year. I don't know, especially because you can register online now. So this, of course, is that's just one part of it, the Wiener Dog Derby. The most adorable parade of Mardi Gras starts at 1 at 12th and Allen, organizers claim it's the world's largest costume pet parade i believe it if i'll take you, it yes if you and your pet want to participate for that um either that parade or the wiener dog derby which is of course a series of races for both sausage dogs mm-hmm. and the sausage dog what is it sausage adjacent or wiener wannabe wiener wannabe that's what it is sausage adjacent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so rolls off the tongue <laughs>
0: Let's, uh, we're going to throw that in the trash bin of <laughs> not going to call this episode that. <laughs> um, you can register online or day of starting at 10 a.m. The parade uh, is first, then the Wiener Dog Derby. The first race starts at 2. There's a $10 donation entry fee to participate in that, which you can do that day of or online. And whatever it is, even if you don't walk on the parade, this is like a fun friend, family event. Mm-hmm. I just – I. I love that. I remember going in 2020, and that was actually, I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the Grand Parade Day. Yeah,
3: the Grand Parade Day can get a little saucy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) saucy. (laughs) Saucy Saucy adjacent.
1: Yes. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la
0: eat st louis is a five on your side production i'm abby larico and i'm Torioma. our theme music is by jérôme fabi olivier renoir and pierre dubost make sure you subscribe to our podcast we are working on a couple very fun episodes for you in the next couple of weeks we want to hear from you on our pod or on our instagram abby eat st louis leave us a rating and a review please 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 we want to make it rain five stars just like do that for us i like that Have a great weekend. Go Mia if she decides to race. Go Brutus if he decides to join the Sausage Adjacent League. (laughs) Or even if he doesn't, whatever, go Brutus and seize the plate. He doesn't need any more encouragement. (laughs)